Markets Farm recently held its virtual 2021 marketing update. Glenda Lee Allen Vossler took part in the online event, where Brian Peria of Canfax gave the beef market outlook. So, you know, the supply and demand part of Canada, there's there's obviously um, two different sides of that story, like, say, the dollar and feed costs and some of those packing constraints certainly weighing on the Canadian market a little bit. But seeing some opportunities moving forward as cattle numbers tighten, I think realistically we got to, you know, we can't not talk about the U.S. with the strength or the ties to their market. They produce about 10 times the beef we do. It's fairly interchangeable. And, uh, you know, they're the drivers on North American prices. Our prices, you just adjust for the dollar, adjust U.S. prices for the dollar. And then we do have some flux in that basis level, uh, which we've seen, you know, basis has been strong. But I think what I really want to get to here is, you know, we're finally, we're seeing that beef production level off in the United States. And we've actually seen some contraction in the U.S. herd. Looking at the 2021 Jan 1st inventory to be lower than a year ago, cow inventory has been dropping over the last couple of years. So we're starting to see some smaller calf crops come out of the United States. Um, and that's going to really start to probably play into once we work through all of these COVID numbers. And as I said, some feeders from 2020 were pushed into 2021. But once we work through those cattle, uh, which could be starting to, we're going to have smaller calf crops following those up, which we're probably going to start to see some of the results of that even into the later in the first half of 2021. So, uh, you know, if assuming demand stays strong, packing plants can continue to run near capacity. We still do see some stronger prices into 2021 in the later in the first, uh, well, by the start of the, the second quarter, I guess what I want to say there. But heading into the second half, um, we're certainly going to see some smaller calf crops coming to market here. And that's where it bodes well with more competition at the feedlot levels and especially the packing plants. They have more dollars that they can pay. Uh, packing plants have made tremendous profits the last couple of years, and uh, we're we're seeing as numbers tighten, they're going to have to pass some of those dollars down. He talked about some things that we should be watching going forward. You know, the futures have been volatile. You know, every time they move a dollar, and this may be more for cow-calf producers, if you're following the markets, or if you're wondering how to interpret that or apply it to yourself, you know, every time the live cattle futures move a dollar, now this is kind of U.S., base fed cattle prices but if they move a dollar you know we look at 550 pound steer calf prices change about three bucks now it's not going to change instantly by any means but if live cattle futures rally five dollars which is quite possible and then they have for the later 2021 contracts have moved up about five dollars you know keeping all other variables the same you can add about 15 cents to calf prices if these futures continue to go higher um, the Canadian dollar, on the other hand, it's, it's kind of the opposite impact. The lower the dollar, the higher our calf prices. So every time the dollar moves a penny, you can add about four and a half to five cents to the, to the, so if the dollar drops a penny, you can add about five cents to your calf prices. So hence, you know, we've gained three cents. If we go towards 80 cents or we're adding five cents to the Canadian dollar compared to earlier in the fall of 2020, that five cent move in the dollar, that takes 25 cents off of your calf prices. Uh, again, holding all other things constant. That's just a small snippet of Brian Perrier's cattle marketing update that he gave as part of the Market Farms Marketing Outlook. For Golden West... I'm Glendalee Allen Vossler. Thanks, Glendalee. 
Protein Industries Canada has announced an investment into a program that will introduce youth in kindergarten through grade 12 to the career opportunities available to them in the plant protein, agri-food and digital agriculture sectors. With more on the announcement, here's Bill Gruel, CEO with Protein Industries Canada. This is a really exciting announcement. Today we uh, announced a $2 million co-investment with three organizations in Canada, one based out of Winnipeg called the EMILY, the Enterprise Machine Intelligence and Learning Initiative, another one's called Actua, and one that many of your listeners probably know called Agriculture in the Classroom. It's really about increasing the level of knowledge that kindergarten to, to, to grade 12 students have about employment opportunities in the agriculture sector. We've got a target to reach 69,000 kids over the next three years, which uh, which I think is really great. And so hopefully we can translate that into a lot of new entrants into the agriculture sector. So in addition to, you know, what we would normally think of as people interested in the agriculture sector, we're really trying to open this up to underrepresented groups. So that would be inner city children or people from uh, new Canadians and uh, a real focus on engaging First Nations uh, into the agriculture sector as well. How will this look when it gets rolled out? Will it uh, be special programming in the schools or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're working on the curriculum development right now, which is important why we've got an organization like Ag in the Classroom and a number of our member companies that are helping develop the curriculum around uh, opportunities in agriculture and uh, and digital applications to agriculture. So the program is actually delivered by university students who go into the classroom and uh, develop uh, deliver the developed curriculum directly to students. Talk a little bit more about some of those other companies that uh, that are supporting the project. There's there's a few listed here, and and, and talk about how they'll they'll be involved. Yeah, so we've had overwhelming support from our members, and I think what that speaks to is the fact that we really need to think about engaging all Canadians in the opportunities that the agriculture sector has for employment. So we've got some of the member companies that we have uh, done technology projects with starting to give back to a project like this. So companies like Roquette, companies like Verdiant Foods, Ingredion Botanico, some of the major processors that we're working with. So, you know, those companies are providing one of two things or both, a financial contribution to make this program a reality, and then they're also providing some guidance in terms of the development of the curriculum. That was Bill Gruel, CEO with Protein Industries Canada. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glenda Lee Allen Vossler, I'm Corey Knute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.